This is section 20 of The Complete Works of George Saville, First Marquis of Halifax. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Maxims of State 1. That a prince who falleth out with laws breaketh with his best friends. 2. That the exalting his own authority above his laws is like letting in his enemy to surprise his gods. The laws are the only gods he can be sure will never run away from him. 3. A prince that will say he can do no good, except he may do everything, teaches the people to say they are slaves, if they must not do whatever they have a mind to. 4. That power and liberty are like heat and moisture where they are well mixed everything prospers where they are single they are destructive five that arbitrary power is like most other things that are very hard they are also very apt to break six that the profit of places should be measured as they are more or less conducing to the public service, and if business is more necessary than splendor, the instrument of it ought, in proportion, to be better paid, that the contrary method is as impertinent as it would be to let the carving of a ship cost more than all the rest of it. 7. That where the least useful part of the people have the most credit with the prince, men will conclude that the way to get everything is to be good for nothing. 8. That an extravagant gift to one man raiseth the market to everybody else, so that in consequence the unlimited bounty of an unthinking prince maketh him a beggar. Let him have never so much money. 9. That if ordinary beggars are whipped, the daily beggars, in fine clothes, out of proportionable respect to their quality, ought to be hanged. 10. That pride is as loud a beggar as want, and a great deal more saucy. 11. That a prince, who will give more to importunity than merit, had as good set out a proclamation to all his loving subjects, forbidding them to do well, upon the penalty of being undone by it. 12 that a wise prince will not oblige his courtiers, who are birds of prey, so as to disoblige his people, who are beasts of burden. 13. That it is safer for a prince to judge of men by what they do to one another, than what they do to him. 14. That it is a gross mistake to think that a knave between man and man can be honest to a king, whom, of all others, men generally make the least scruple to deceive. 15. That a prince who can ever trust the man that hath once deceived him, loseth the right of being faithfully dealt with by any other person. 16. That it is not possible for a prince to find out such an honest knave as will let nobody else cheat him. 17 that if a prince doth not show an aversion to knaves, there will be an inference that will be very natural, let it be never so unmannerly. 18. That a prince who followeth his own opinion too soon, 
is in danger of repenting it too late nineteen that it is less dangerous for a prince to mind too much what the people say than too little twenty that a prince is to take care that the greater part of the people may not be angry at the same time for though the first beginning of their ill-humour should be against one another yet if not stopped it will naturally end in anger against him twenty one that if princes would reflect how much they are in power of their ministers they would be more circumspect in the choice of them twenty two that a wise prince will support good servants against men's anger and not support ill ones against their complaint twenty three that parties in a state generally like freebooters hang out false colors the pretense is the public good the real business is to catch prizes like the tartars wherever they succeed instead of improving their victory they presently fall upon the baggage twenty four that a prince may play so long between two parties that they may in time join together and be in earnest with him twenty five that there is more dignity in open violence than in unskilful cunning of a prince who goeth about to impose upon the people twenty six that the people will ever suspect the remedies for the diseases of the state where they are wholly excluded from seeing how they are prepared twenty seven that changing hands without changing measures is as if a drunkard in a dropsy should change his doctors and not his diet twenty eight that a prince is to watch that his reason may not be so subdued by his nature as not to be so much a man of peace as to be a jest in an army nor so much a man of war as to be out of his element in his council twenty nine that a man who cannot mind his own business is not to be trusted with the king's thirty that quality alone should only serve to make a show in the embroidered part of the government but that ignorance though never so well born should never be admitted to spoil the public business thirty one that he who thinks his place below him will certainly be below his place thirty two that when a prince's example ceaseth to have the force of a law it is a sure sign that his power is wasting and that there is but little distance between men's neglecting to imitate and their refusing to obey thirty three that a people may let a king fall yet still remain a people but if a king let his people slip from him he is no longer a king End of Maxims of State